Hey guys, we're just going to be putting a quick disclaimer before the episode actually starts given the topic that we're going to be talking about, which is the events that unfolded this week between Eventing Nation and Plantation Fields event. Honestly, we're just confused by the events this week and this is us trying to work through what happened. If you don't want to engage in this topic and you don't want to listen, that's totally fine. We understand and respect your decision. We will have a normally scheduled episode coming out on Thursday. It's just this is a kind of a bonus episode where we choose to discuss more of this story. And if you want to know our opinions and what our thoughts are, then keep listening. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Mud Studs and Skull Caps podcast. We are kind of coming at you with a, oh, I forgot to let you introduce yourself. It's okay. We don't need introductions. We just, we'll get to it. We're going to have this conversation because I think it's important that we discuss what happened this week. As I'm sure all of you are aware, something, something happened. And that we just want to record our thoughts. This is, you'll still get a normal episode this week. This is just our response and our thoughts to what what's occurring right now. I don't even know where to begin, but I guess we should start at the beginning, which is the beginning Monday or is the beginning Wednesday? Like, is the beginning June 26th? The beginning's June 26th? Like, <laughs> uh, what happened June 26th? What conversations have been going on since June 26th? Like, if you're going to throw this date out, what was happening then? Like, I'm so, I'm so confused. And what I'm also confused about is I understand that that word, that word plantation has different meanings depending on what dictionary you're using and where you're standing in the United States. I think we can all agree that there are different definitions of this word and depending who you are, you're going to have a different perception of it, a different perception, a different association. And you know what? We are all entitled to having a different perception and a different, right? We all have had different experiences in our life that are all going to make us see things differently. So I don't care what your definition of the word is. Like, I honestly, I don't. And it's not our right to sit here and say that because somebody else interprets it differently is incorrect. Is That's not, we don't get to say that because someone's hurt by it, they like you can't be hurt by it. We don't get to say that. That's not our choice. That's a personal thing that occurs to people individually. Right. I mean, you, we get offended by all sorts of things. I think, I just, I'm so... I'm so confused because this honestly does not feel like a racism issue to me. I'm sorry. Like, this feels like something totally different. And that's why I'm so confused. I do want to stop and say that I was probably one of the first people to read Ian's article. I was actually, was writing a comment. I was going to be the first person to comment on that post. Um, And I decided, like, now I have to go back to work. I'm going to do something else. And I'm glad I didn't leave a comment because I don't need that to be part of that drama. But I do want to say that nobody has to agree with that article, but I do not, I think it was well written. I think they tried to be polite to both sides. Did that fully come across? Maybe not. I'm just so confused by, honestly, by the timeline and the event. Like, that's what confuses me the most. What is the timeline here? I'm confused by that too. And also, it's not that we're saying it's this one particular issue that I think now at this point where people are reacting to it and stuff is it's no longer necessarily about race. But this is an important discussion and that our our sport and stuff needs to be more inclusive and we need to work on diversity. And we're not dismissing that at all. That is something that needs to be improved and worked on. But it feels like this has gotten twisted and taken way out of context and so far away from maybe where it might have been trying to go. 
originally. And it's just, it's so weird how it's happening. Yeah. And I think like, as a lot of people have pointed out, this is just a weird hill to die on. Like, yeah, we, we can all admit that there are not a lot of people of color eventing, but I don't think it's the name (laughs) that's keeping people out of this sport. It's the money that's keeping people out of this sport. And I believe to me, riding is something that was like, a, you culturally inherit that. Like that's something like my mom rode horses because, you know, when she was a kid, her uncle could afford to buy everybody horses and the uncle bought all the cousins horses and she fell in love with riding horses and she wanted her daughters to have the same thing. And to me, that's where riding becomes exclusive is because it's typically an I know there's plenty of people that don't have parents that rode, but you had parents that were able to support you. And that's that's where the divide is. I think we're looking at two different, you know, backgrounds that have brought people to horses. And we're looking at two different bank accounts that have brought people to horses. And that to me is where the issue is. The issue is not with the name. But again, I am speaking from my perspective. If you as a black writer or a writer of color have an issue with that name, I, I understand. And I think that's all we need to do. Like, we just need to understand and listen and stop trying to tell people to just suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, we need to be open-minded and willing to acknowledge that this makes people uncomfortable and not just completely dismiss their thoughts or their concerns and just write it off as it's just hearsay. But that goes both ways, though. Like, yes. We all have to be understanding (laughs) both directions and just like not panic and scream because someone's saying something that makes you uncomfortable. But like this whole thing, I believe, has been blown so out of proportion and makes it it doesn't make zero sense. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) I think like I don't understand where I'm kind of throwing off is that Eventing Nation, they seem like they were part of the discussions earlier on and so they were there with USEA or UCF I'm not sure which one of those organizations I think both I think both was there you, okay both, the article says both both were there and they were talking to those that own the Unionville Pennsylvania um, event or previously known as Plantation Farms event you guys I mean we still call it Rolex call it whatever you want and so they were all there a part of this conversation addressing them and their name of their event and that this is controversial for some people to hear this is not necessarily an open and welcoming name to everybody and so they were all a part of it which doesn't make sense how the lease could have been canceled on monday and yet eventing nation still released that article and they released it as though they didn't know the lease had been pulled but i feel like somebody there had to know the lease had been pulled right i mean if this is a publicly circulated email does that mean en like are they part of that public who that got to see the email i i haven't seen it i don't know where it is i just know that it's been referenced but yeah if the like what was the chain of events did they pull the lease on monday and tell en or they en became aware of it so then they went ahead with the article or did they like I don't understand. Did they not know the lease had been pulled? I don't. They make it seem like they didn't know because the way that the article played out is they didn't release their little edit and blur before the article until Thursday, I believe it was, or later Wednesday saying our intention wasn't to get the event canceled and have the lease canceled. Our intention was to start a discussion, but they didn't release that blurb right away when the article was released, making it seem as though... First, the article was leased, then the event lease was canceled, and then they apologized. 
But that wasn't the order of events. And I guess what I'm also confused about is like, why wasn't the membership consulted on this? Like, why did why wasn't there a poll back in June that said, you know, what do you guys as members think is causing eventing to be an exclusive sport? Like, yeah, I, because I don't like this came so out of left field. I felt like this right, was such yeah. a, a weird place to address the issue. Right, and I like I will continue to follow EN. Like I honestly don't have a personal problem with them at all. You know, I like getting my eventing news, <laughs> but I do think it felt a little bit like activism, where activism wasn't necessary, or where like I it just it doesn't make sense to me because I would have rather have seen. Honestly, my preference would have been to see USEA targeted in that article and about how the organization as a whole makes the sport exclusive because the way they divvy up grants, the way they select riders to be on the developing rider list, like all of that is, you know, definitely questionable. (laughs) How they continue to support riders who have really a really bad history of animal abuse. Like there's just so much, and I people have pointed this out. There's so much else going on that USEA does to contribute to the issues that keep minorities out of this sport. And I don't think, I don't want to hijack this topic and make it into something, into a different conversation. I just don't think the topic was done completely. I think just a word was looked at and not a broader look at the issues, all of the issues that contribute to this being a white sport. Right. Because it is. I mean, we all know it It is. is. You cannot deny that. No. It's white and it tends to be a little bit of a wealthier sport, obviously, because of the monetary, because of the money it takes to feed and keep a horse and pay for show fees and everything. Like Live close enough to a barn to have a horse like it's not something the kids in middle of new york living in the city that don't have the funds are going to be able to do you know it's not it's not accessible to everybody like other sports are Correct. i mean and we uh, you'll hear this in our upcoming episode that, <laughs> you know we, we talked a little bit about the olympics and that the olympics are trying to make a are trying to change to be a more urban youthful sport-based program Eventing does not fit that mold. I don't know that we ever will, but that has to be something that you recognize that this is not a sport where their urban youths are involved. What what sort of impact does that have on our sport as a whole? Like that's I just think there's so much more to this conversation and I feel that the conversation that's being had right now is so narrow that it's frustrating that it's this conversation is all about a word that we all recognize has different dictionary definitions. To me, the article felt, it just felt how you kind of mentioned earlier with activism, how it seemed so superficial, the issue they chose to address and how they went to address it. Because like we're just talking about, it's obvious we are, this is a predominantly white sport and those that have are able to afford it. It's not available to kids in like urban areas and people that don't have access to the money. And so it, there's so many other things to have addressed and to make stand behind and to have tried, you know, try a scholarship, try different programs, the work to ride program that was referenced. You know, there's so many other things that I feel like they could have gone for and started this conversation with 
rather than the name of an event. Right. I do want to point out that they donated one time. Okay. Yeah, the event it's... donated one year's <laughs> worth of proceeds. Let's great. That's that's fabulous. I would have loved to see them continue that. I would love to see more events get involved with some sort of charity. I think that is fabulous that they they did that and they deserve lots of credit for that. That one time does not fix the problem. Like we all know that consistency is what fixes problems when we're training our horses. Why is it any different with any other issue? I think one of the things I was just noticing and maybe I missed it, maybe I missed it. There was no lead up to this article. Like no. if these conversations have been happening since June 26th, why is the membership just now hearing about this? And like that kind of like I would have loved and I know I know there's been some I'm actually I'm not I'm gonna take that back. I know there's been some conversations with interviews with people of color who are eventers and a part of the horse community. I do know there's been some conversations, but I I just feel like this was such a shock the way their article was released um, and the things leading up to it. To me, it felt like it came kind of out of left field, that there was no preamble. They didn't warm you up for the article that came out. They just kind of shocked you with it. You used that shock factor. And I think part of what they were kind of going for is the Plantation Fields event, it's called right now, is happening this weekend. It's happening September 17th to the 20th. And I think they released this article because they it was a great time to get the word out and about it. And people were already talking about riders going to this event. And so they used that momentum to release this and talk about it. But it doesn't make sense because if the event, the lease on the property had been canceled on Monday, the timeline in which they released this article doesn't make sense. No, I there's there's so much happening behind the scenes. Yeah, there's something there's more to this story than the membership is aware of. And I think that's what's really frustrating. I think that's what's really frustrating people um, in the comments is that it just seems like a weird argument was a weird fight was picked and started and not not sort of this further explanation for what's going on. And I understand what's the the logic behind the name. Um, the other thing that I'm a little bit curious about is they've pointed out that they, they did this article because they were not allowed to attend the event. Right. So EN was asked not to show up. Yeah. How did we get to a point where they were asked not to show up? And I know um, they were asked not to show up. I'm guessing this is conspiracy me. We're guessing not to show up a while ago because I know other networks who have never covered this event were invited. So to me, there was stuff going on a while ago. Um, I mean, obviously, we know about this June 26th date or whatever that's been thrown out there. But like things were heated for a while. And this feels like an, escal an escalation between like, I don't you know, like when a uh, breakup happens like between <laughs> two crazy people. And yeah. The breakup is just like, whoa, explosive and everyone's shits in the yard. That's what this kind of feels like. It's <laughs> like Ian was like, fine, we're just going to throw your shit in the yard. Come get it. And you better hurry because I've got a match. That's what it feels like it happened. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Air the laundry. Go ahead. Air the laundry out. But like, I'm so confused why we're now lighting it on fire. Right. And I feel like we're all being pl almost played a little bit because I don't think anyone is being fully honest and straightforward. I don't think Ian is being fully straightforward with what they're going. Like the article they wrote, it was well done. I'll give them that. But I think 
you know, with the timeline and stuff, I don't think they're being fully honest with what was being said behind the lines. I don't think the people canceling the lease of the event and seem like such a knee-jerk reaction. I don't think they're being fully honest of what happened. I don't think USDA or USEF is being fully honest on the conversations that are happening behind closed doors. Right. And so I've actually been scrolling through Ian's Facebook while we've been talking. And like, it's just <laughs> white person after white person after white person. So where was our lead up to this? Where was our discussion? And I'm not saying it didn't happen. Like there wasn't some. I know I've seen some. But like, I'm back at September 8th and it's all been white people. So that's what I'm so confused by. <laughs> and now they're sharing all their articles with uh, people of color. They're sharing all their articles with like black riders, people of color that are riding and eventing and stuff. And of course, now these people, they have very valid things they're saying and the articles are well done, but they're getting backlash from this whole argument that started yeah. over the event's name. And it's backlash they don't deserve at all. It's completely unnecessary. No, it's, I'm actually going to be really harsh on that, that because I was. It's disgusting. I was really upset that it's disgusting and it's vile for you to be attacking black writers in our community who are expressing their opinion you do not have to agree with what they have to say but if you've got nothing nice to say don't say it i'm sorry that is disgusting there was one girl that commented on the very original post about the changing of the name of the event yeah she commented and she had valid things that she was saying and saying how it affected her and how she saw the word and people just were so rude and vile about it in response to her and it was so wrong and unnecessary and never should have occurred no one should feel that they have the ability to respond that way to others yeah it's wrong and i was really disheartened to see those comments i i love the eventing community i thought as horse riders um as people who can care so much about their animals and you know have so much passion for this sport i was really saddened to see a lot of the comments and the attacks that were occurring Because it just, it's sad to see that we cannot listen to others speak and that we have to be right at all costs. Um, And that that it was really hard to to read those comments. Actually, I was really, (laughs) Ben had to come take the iPad away from me. He was like, you need to, there is no good, no good comes from reading Facebook comments or internet comments. Like there is nothing good that's going to come of that. And he like had to take the iPad away from me. Well, and it's so frustrating because if this whole, if this whole sequence of events, this whole wanting to change the name of the event was to start a discussion this did not happen. All you have now is people on different sides of the line that are digging in their heels and not even willing to give an inch. And I think future discussions, as you can clearly see, if you were to scroll through Eventing Nations, um, their Facebook, all their new posts and articles they're putting out, people are just going up there and leaving angry faces and leaving rude comments that have nothing to do with whatever the article was. And now future discussions are just going to be hostile and people are going to be so much more closed-minded. Yeah, and I, I want to say that Eventing Nation is, it's, a private business they have they can share whatever crazy opinion they want to i mean they could come out and say like they hate dogs and you have no reason to like i just don't think there's a reason to attack them as but like i get i get that there's a lot of confusion and a lot of hurt over the events that just occurred but they can say whatever they want and you as an adult can unfollow i don't know like i it just doesn't make sense to me eventing nation has no control over the name of the event um and the reaction that's getting that this is getting i don't know it seems extreme i understand that there are some extreme opinions in support of eventing nation as well i do understand that that has occurred 
there have been some extreme, you know, I do not believe the owners of plantation fields are racist on any, like, I also don't know them, okay? I don't know them, but I can say with almost 100% certainty, they that was not their intent ever. You know what I mean? No. Like, so to attack them for that is ridiculous. But I think this has been so blown out of proportion that this name is not where this conversation should have started. This conversation should have started in a, in June with the membership and in a totally different place. Um, and I think there have been a lot of players and there's been a lot of back and forth and a lot of stuff that the membership has not been privy to. Um, and like I said, it feels like a really ugly breakup. Uh, where everyone's stuff is in the yard and lit on fire. That's what it feels like to me, that we did not, nobody needed to go to these extremes on all the sides. It's frustrating because right now, I feel that people are really reacting, very polarizing, and where previously people might have been open-minded are now very closed and shut down because the lease on this event was pulled. And so now this cancellation of future events has occurred And so now no one is willing to listen because they see that Eventing Nation released this article, the event was lease was pulled, and now it's all Ian's fault. Plantation Fields, their their statement says it was because of Ian Ian's article. Which if you pulled the lease on Monday, like, did you have a heads up about this article? Did you get a copy and you were like fine, we're gonna pull the lease on Monday? Is that what happened before people even like that's what blows my mind. What happened? I want this article. Someone, if you've got the email, send it to us. We want to see this email. I know. Where is there. this email? They say it's publicly circulated. I'm the public. I cannot find it. Yeah, I want to see this email. I want I want to know this timeline. Someone write down a timeline for me so I can understand what happened because we as the membership are really upset about something I don't think we have the full history of. Like, we don't know. I don't know what these conversations were. I don't know, like... Did they, like, I just, I don't get it. No, I don't get it. It's so confusing. It just, we're all getting half of a story and we're all upset over half of the story where I think we're just so lost. Yeah, this has not been transparent at all. I think this is real murky. Real, real murky what happened. It's been, what's that saying? Uh, Clear as butter? (laughs) Yeah, clear as butter. (laughs) It's so frustrating because, like you mentioned previously, what a weird hill to die on for most people with this topic you know like this is something that we should be able to talk about and discuss i don't know how do you how do we move forward with with discussing this topic from here because it's not going to be treated well no i mean this now is like a no-go subject in our sport which is unfortunate because i don't think that should that should not have been the the end result but unfortunately i think the target that was picked made no sense to anyone I understand the word, but it just felt like there was no other target, so they picked the word. And I don't, like, I don't get it. And I'll be honest, I think it was a jerk move on the property owner's part to pull the lease. I think that was a jerk move. I don't know what was being said to them, but, I mean, I understand some people are reaching out and calling his, their family racist, but how much could they have been... But that would have happened after the lease yeah. was pulled. How much of that could they have been hearing before the article was released? Was it USA members, USEF members and EN people that... But that, the only people w- who would have known at that time would have been those who were in the room in June. You know what, like, so you're saying that leadership is calling you? 
and calling you a racist? Is that what, like, is that what happened? Because that's bullshit. Like, if that's what's happening, that's not. That's not okay. And I understand where the property owner is frustrated because this did kind of, or at least for us, it feels like it came out of left field and that they had done nothing wrong. They had done nothing to garner this negative attention that essentially called their farm racist and called them by proxy their family racist because from what we know they have no ties to anything of that nature they haven't done anything to deserve that and so now that they're receiving some of this backlash but how much could they have been receiving yeah and so the other thing i don't understand is i swore i can't find it now but i swore usca in their statement said that um they were not requiring a name change that they didn't have that power but now i don't see that so now i'm crazy i am a little frustrated with en and part of their article while it was well written i felt like there was some sleight of hands happening in it in the article they say they're, they're not demanding a name change but it felt very in the release of it the timeline it felt as though they were trying to put the screws to them and have the pressure put to the landowners to change the name you know, they because they said in their article that discussion started this supposed date of June 26th and things were not happening fast enough because of layers of bureaucracy. And so they wanted to release this to get things rolling and have things happen faster. So while they weren't requiring it, they were saying that they were trying to put pressure on them for this to happen. Yeah, I don't I, and I don't know why. Again, I do still think it was a well-written article. I just think. And I do believe that they, Ian, had the best intentions. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I just don't know. And, like, the other thing that confuses me is why couldn't even Ian just not cover their event and make that their statement? Like, we are not going to cover this event until we see a change. Right. But not, like, they don't need to put, the, they don't need to go to the property owners and put the pressure on the property owners personally. They can just do it from their own platform and say, we as a platform are not going to be covering this event. Y'all do whatever you want with that. It's so weird. I know we keep saying it doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense. They had to have known and they were told probably several weeks ago that they were not welcome at the event to cover it for these other outlets to be able to start promoting that they will be there and they will be sharing the news and what's going on. So it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't have shared that information sooner. Timeline doesn't make sense. We don't know the whole story. It's all really confusing. But I think the true, and unfortunately, this topic that should have been a conversation about minorities not being able to participate in eventing and that this is an exclusive sport and that there are barriers to communities of color being able to compete in the sport that conversation is gone that conversation did not happen that conversation that should have happened did not and instead we're arguing over was this shady where did this come from why is the like the name we're arguing over a name and that's not the point we're attacking those on the other side, we're attacking our very few black equestrians over their feelings and over their opinion. And that's not the point of having these conversations. It just, it could have been done and presented in so much better of a way. And that, you know, if they had come and put out a survey and had said, you know, 15% of the eventers that have heard this farm, heard this event feel ousted by the name and they want to see a change or they feel offended by the name or they could sympathize with changing the name you know just give us even a slight number i'm not saying one percent means that you wouldn't change it but showing that this was actually something that was really isolating people and making them feel unwelcome at this event would have given it a little bit 
more of a backbone and like to stand on. Whereas I think any yeah. other conversation of let's start a program for kids in urban areas that don't have access to this. Let's start a scholarship for equestrians of color. Let's start something of this. I think that would have been welcomed with open arms versus how they went about it. I think Ian picked the wrong target. I think the target should have been USEA and encouraging them to get involved on a broader scope as an organization, you know, and reevaluate a lot of their, you know, how they handle grants as a whole. Because I do think there's a lot of, you know, white writers that also have a lot of barriers to participating in this sport. And as a whole, I think our organization can do a lot better to reach out to all members and those people of of color and those writers of color. Right. Because I remember applying for a bunch of scholarships and everything when I was younger for getting money to go to clinics and lessons and shows. And they would give it to those that were showing up at shows. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because they have the money to show up to shows. So how could they need more money to show up to more shows when those of us that are asking for the yeah. help can't afford to show up to all those shows, you know? <laughs> like there's so many barriers in the sport alone that this was just a weird one to make a bigger barrier. And they just made the whole conversation hostile that it, it's going to take a long time before people are willing to talk about this and actually address an issue that needs to be addressed. Yeah. I mean, and so many thoughts, so many thoughts. Um, yeah. I don't know how we want to wrap this up. We've just kind of been shooting from the hip and I really hope that we haven't offended anyone or made them feel like we were like we were not validating their argument and not seeing what was happening because I understand what's happening on both sides I'm very sympathetic to those that want to see the name change and I understand that I can't understand how it affects them I can't understand how that has impacted them and what it's like to be a rider of color in this sport I can't because I'm not right and I hope that at the end of the day all in the eventing community can sort of stop and look at themselves and figure out what can I do to to help make this sport more inclusive what can I do to remove some of these barriers and I think at this point that's what we all need to go do and look at ourselves in the mirror and figure out what we each as individuals can do and stop attacking each other over this all right guys Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the weird topic. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.